Today is Friday. It's called Fucked Up Friday. Let's post <laughs> yeah. what we screwed up this week. <laughs> and welcome back to the Riley Black Project with Crystal and John. Hey. How are you doing? <laughs> Struggling. Struggling. It was a long weekend. It was a really long weekend. We had a lot of stuff. It was Jackson's birthday. Yeah. Jackson's birthday on a Friday. It was your first Friday, Saturday off with your mm-hmm. new schedule. So you went ham. I did. Well, then we had <laughs> two parties, which normally day. you wouldn't be able to go to right. because you'd be working. Right. We had a kid's party, my cousin's party, um, yeah. early Saturday. It's a kid's party. Yet I had three margaritas. Right. And, yeah. Right. And then <laughs> then uh, my best friend's party later on that evening. And another drink there. Yeah. And I don't really drink anymore. So right. Um, when you get my age, I'm still young. Old people don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> older, uh, older. Older. I'm old. I feel old. Especially when your hangovers last this long. Right. And it's not even necessarily a hangover. It was all of that. And then, um, well, then we did a them not, well, them not sleeping the greatest that night. Right. And then, yeah, we road tripped a really short, short road trip. Like but an hour we, and a half. Yeah. Drove to see my mom because she was in town. Um, she has a house that's like two and a half hours away from us. And so we kind of try to like meet in the middle ish, um, so that she can see us and the grandbabies and all that. Um, but it was a long day. It was lunch and then the children's museum and then dinner and then drive back. And Jackson (laughs) was all off, you know, slept, slept at the children's museum in his, his stroller and then in the car on the way home, and then it was time for bed, and yeah, so he was up at three, <sighs> three and six, and yeah, tired. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so couldn't re- couldn't recuperate from the hangover. And no, then have had the, no chance to. Right, and then so it bled into today. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, and here I'm we tired are. Tired AF. Yeah. Uh, and. I know we kind of mentioned it last week, but it's your birthday. Yeah. Officially yeah. today. It was my birthday last week at the time of this recording. Yeah. I time can't, of the, you're never going to get me to talk in the future or the past or whatever <laughs> we're doing. <laughs> His birthday so, yes. is today. Right. Last be, week for you guys. Be, yeah. You'll be hearing this <laughs> next week. Um, so happy birthday, babe. Thank you. Yeah. The big four zero. You, you're old. Yeah. Old AF. Yeah. When, so when I was, when I was young... Yeah, forty was 40 old. Forty was like yeah. the, the that's when you're old. Right. In your thirties, you were like getting there, but like forty was in your old. And now that like we're close, I'm like, oh, I'm I mean, there. I'm old, not, but I'm like not, not old. <laughs> I'm there. Do you feel old? No, I still feel like a twelve year old. Yeah, in my head. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm not an adult. <laughs> I just fake it every day. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's how it is. Um, but my body feels it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my. <laughs> My back is killing me. My right. knee is killing me. I yeah. stubbed my toe last yeah. weekend, and I'm <laughs> still recovering yeah. from that. Yeah. Doctors yeah. would probably tell me to lose a little bit of weight, and I would feel oh, better. Of course. But, yeah. Um, you know, everything, yeah. When I get up, I feel it in my knees. Mm-hmm. My and, knees and my back. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so my body feels it. My mind doesn't. I'm yeah. still 12. Right. Um, You'll about, always be 12. Yeah. I think I always will. Um, uh-huh. How about how well JR did in the pools? He did great. This weekend. The yeah. swimming class is paying off. Yeah, we tried a, a new swimming class. New did we swim tell school. them? 
Yeah. Did we tell no, them what happened? I, the I'm other? not sure. We told so many people. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, if, if you didn't, here's the other a quick one recap. Uh, was a really horrible, bad, horrible experience with the with the uh, uh, aquatic aquatics director. Director. She yeah. was like training a new awful. Employee, right? It was so bad. She was training a new so, instructor and we, yeah. during a class, and it was horrible. Yeah. So we pulled him out, and uh, I went to uh, social media and asked other local moms where good places to to go and someone suggested the place he's at now and it's night and day, night and day. yep yeah i can't stop yawning i'm <laughs> so sorry guys <laughs> the um, facility is like so times nice. better. well and now the the craziest part is that we can get them in um three times a week so jr twice and mm-hmm. jackson once for the same price as right. we're paying for the two of them at the other place. Right, at one time. Yeah. So, yeah. And he, he was scared. He's always scared with new people. Um, but the instructor did amazing with him. Yeah. And then, yeah, having all that pool time the day after really, mm-hmm. really helped him a lot. So yeah, I'm he hopeful because he's been a stubborn one. Yeah, he got his little donut floaty and he was like jumping and everything. And then, mm-hmm. and then his gobbles. <laughs> Not to be confused with oh goggles. Oh my god, it kills me. I I tried correcting him the first few no. times, but it's so cute. I'm I, like, I say didn't, it. I didn't even correct him. Yeah, he's like, he's no. like, Daddy, I want gobbles. I'm like, we're going to get you gobbles. <laughs> it's so adorable. Yeah. yeah, they're gobbles for for life now. Yeah, so he is a little fish. He jumps in. He mm-hmm. As long as he's got that donut on, he's, he's good. Yep. He's good. So now the next move is to uh continue classes to hopefully he won't want i mean he did take it off twice to put his head under he took it off he, twice to he, and he like on his own he's huh. like he's like wait dad i gotta take this off because i want to put my head under wow so he voluntarily went underwater nice and then he went right back and put on his floating and jumped yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> he's like all right that was fun now yeah. put it back on <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah now it's to get him comfortable without it yeah and we had a, we won't say too much because we might need to save all the, save some content, <laughs> all the chisme for, uh, for later. But, uh, yeah, we had a little, uh, fiasco with a table. Yeah. So, so it's going to move some uh, things around. Yeah. And- it was delivered and then taken away. So right. <laughs> we'll see right. how that goes. So that kind of might change some timelines, right. some loose timelines for, for mm-hmm. us. But, um, so yeah, so we're just, we're shifting and, We'll see. We don't even know what the schedule looks like for right. the next few weeks just because we're trying to plan all that. Because yeah. when everything's together, we want to have our first in-person uh, right. interview make, and reveal. We right. want to make a big make a thing, thing of it. Of it. So, so, but yeah. now we don't know when that's going to happen. So we don't know when to make a thing of it. <laughs> right. Right. So it all depends on when the table is uh, finished to our liking. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, I guess... Uh, that's about all the updates we have right now. I say uh, we get our guest on the line. Okay. Be right back. BRB. Hey, just wanted to remind you to check us out on Patreon where you can get Friday access to episodes, shoutouts, and free files depending on your tier. And if you aren't already, follow us at The Riley Black Project on Instagram and join the group on Facebook where you can give us show ideas, critiques, and meet new people from the community. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, rate, review. Let us know how we're doing. Now, back to the show. And we're back with Alicia Pate from Laser Lounge. <laughs> hey. How's it going? Hey, guys. Good to see you. Good to hear from y'all. <laughs> you too. You too. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I've been looking forward to this. I've been listening to your previous podcast. You guys are doing a great job. And oh, thanks. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm super excited for y'all to be taking this on a little bit more uh, 
and um, I hope great success for y'all. Thank you. Thank we you appreciate so it. We appreciate it. We yeah, appreciate all of our we, listeners. We definitely <laughs> didn't start it thinking that it would uh, get to this point, <laughs> but right. here, we are here we are in our studio that we're still working on. Yep. yep. And still we a just work in progress. we just hit um, over seventeen thousand downloads. So. Yep, yep. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's that's exciting for sure. And I mean, so I met Alicia way back, like really early, like in... Like Glowforge days? Yeah, definitely wow. had a Glowforge yeah. at that time. Yeah. And it was... Um, that was what, 2020? Like yeah. spring of 2020? It yeah. was like in the middle of COVID. Mm. Um, yep. And because uh, I remember, so Emily coordinated uh, like a group TikTok mm. where you, the trend was... Um, people doing like makeup, they would be like not done up. Oh, with the brush, and then with the brush, and yeah, then yeah. they'd be done up. Yep. Well, I remember specifically that that was like the first time I had like done my hair and wore makeup in, I mean, like <laughs> six months or something like that because of COVID. Right. Um. But yeah, so we all all coordinated that, and that was my first time really like officially meeting Alicia. Like I had seen her in the groups and stuff, but I hadn't met her personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was, you know, really cool experience. And the it nice was. thing about that when COVID hit is that Emily kind of pulled like, what was it, five or six of us kind of together in a yeah, group chat. It was, it was a lot of us, just, yeah. Just bringing makers that had a common interest and, in, you know, with mm-hmm. the crazy times we had and just kind of chatting and what are y'all working on? What are y'all doing? And yeah. kind of formed a, a fun bond of women that had that same common interest. And so when we made that video, it was nice to see people's personality and, mm-hmm. oh, that's what you look like, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Um, and then another common thing that we, uh, kind of common, um, we both have an oil and gas past. So I yes. was in um, uh, accounting, accounts payable for 12 years for an oil and gas company in Colorado. And you... Um, we're an engineer, right, for one in Texas? Correct, yeah. So um, my day job is a drilling engineer at Chevron, so primarily deep water drilling, but as of mm-hmm. late in the last, let's call it three, four years, I've been in digital transformation. So people are like, well, what is that? Yeah, I was going to say, what's that? <laughs> basically, yeah, so what I like to tell people, I'm a huge analogy person. It's kind of mm-hmm. whenever, whenever – um, ring doorbell and all of the smart features like your, you know, your electricity adjustment that you have for your thermostat. It's basically creating a smart home. So that's what we're trying to do in the drilling um, space is we're trying to take the drilling industry and make it a smart home of which it's way, very behind the times. Yeah. It's very archaic. And so there's a lot of work that needs to be done there. So that's what I do in my day job. I look at um, everyday processes that a drilling engineer or a completion engineer does. Mm-hmm. And I say, how can they use a software or a tool to make them more efficient and to make their job easier, to make the data available so that yeah. they can make decisions quicker and faster? I can definitely relate so. to that because, like, just looking up any kind of data, even down to, like, the invoicing, it was... It was so ancient and just getting them to try and shift and like, especially the rig hands and all that, like trying to get them to enter in the appropriate information when like someone came with an invoice, it was, it was rough. Like, cause I mean, a lot of the, the guys in the field weren't, 
you know, they didn't use a lot of the technology either. Yeah. They're not tech savvy. Yeah. So it was, it was rough (laughs) going through the new processes. Yeah. It's a nice kind of, um, career, I would say, uh, because it, I have a computer science undergrad and mm. a systems engineering master. So it brings in that computer aspect right. of it that I really hadn't used in a while. Uh-huh. And, uh, I enjoy it. And, and actually that's, that's why I got into the maker space. Yeah. I was going to uh, say, how did you get into lasers? Yeah. I've always liked, um, stuff, graphics design, computer mm-hmm. things. The, the reason I got my computer science degree, as silly as it sounds, is, I liked designing the, the graphics with the cards way back when mm. <laughs> Hallmark had an application on regular PCs. And I'm like, this is cool. I can make my own, you know, card. Yeah. And so I said, maybe I need to go into computer science. And, and so that's kind of the route I did. But I got into the, the, uh, the laser space really with a cricket was the first kind of exposure. <laughs> you too? <laughs> I, yeah. I was a cricket kid, right? Yeah. Uh, my husband bought me a cricket for Christmas, I think it was, and um, we did one show, one craft show. We signed up and said, let's try it, and uh, I can still remember staying up at late at night a week oh, prior to the show, God, cutting the out vinyl, yeah. <laughs> and then you, you try to stick it on something, and it didn't align right, and right. you're like, oh my God, i got to do it again. Yeah. So we, yeah. did our, we did our first craft show, and we did really well, but I, I remember, and this is why I went with the laser, I remember people walking up and touching it and they could they were seeing finding that ridge of right. where the vinyl stops mm-hmm. and it, it bothered me because I thought okay they just touched it and walked away so they're like it's vinyl right so I came back and I guess that would have been in 2019 and I, I told my husband I said I, I've seen this glowforge thing we, we need to get in the laser <laughs> this business thing, yeah. and this is typically my philosophy on on business and how you strategically need to set yourself up. If you get a tool that not everybody has and you have a special skill of designing and being creative, you can set yourself apart. Yes, totally. So, for example, there were so many people in the cricket and silhouette space that I said, well, if I got a laser, not many at that point, not mm-hmm. many had a laser, then I would be a differentiator. Right. And so that's why I got the cricket. Now, if we fast forward three years now, where we are now, almost everyone and their mother has a laser, right? Right. So I'm looking at ways to um, look at the next tool in my shop that I can take myself to another product line or another skill level, which right. I've recently added fiber lasers. So nice. that's how I got into it is something to do. Um, I was able to control this and make money, whereas I wasn't able to do that in my day job at Chevron, mm-hmm. right? So um I was more a cog in the wheel of a system. But if I started my own little business, I could do what I needed. I could take some of the strategic planning that I did in my day job mm-hmm. and really focus those efforts into my own business. So right. that's kind of how I got started. Well, and let's talk about how, I mean, you just made a huge like career change and you're leaving your day job now, right? Yeah, actually. Um, I'm doing right now, it's kind of like a stair step into retirement. Okay. I went in and said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to retire. Here's my notice. And, and they were like, Oh, what? So <laughs> oh, the shit. next day they came back and they said, Hey, we got a deal for you. Will you do part time all remote from the ranch? And I was yeah. like, 
well, hell, we might have to try that. Right. So, Same thing happened to Heather. So, Heather tried to leave, and yeah. they're like, hmm, but would you consider part-time? And she's like, oh. Correct. Well, okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying oh right now. Right? Yeah. I've done it for, uh, we're on the second month of it, and so that's what I'm giving it a whirl and see, but it's not too bad. It gives me um, some flexibility right now with yeah. the way the economy is. I was say, just some in case. major stability with everything. I mean, one just yeah. with the just the transition in general. Not even like in you know bringing in the factor of the economy right now. But I mean, Correct. for her, she was like you know, however much she was making with her, her two days was like a, a normal person's um, salary. Yes, and she's like, I have that, that is, cushion and safety yeah. net that you're not like, oh, if I have a bad month, I'm not like, oh, fuck, now I got to go back to work, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's exactly right. And and that's what I'm doing. And I figure, why not you give it six months, try it, see if yep. it works. And and that, you know, it's the least invasive way to kind of back yourself out. And well, that's exactly scenario, it. Say you can't do it. You tried it, had that cushion. And if it doesn't work, it's because the other stuff is working so well that it might yeah. actually be like distracting from it, you know? Yeah, it did. It took a lot of pressure off of me to say, okay, now I only need, well, I'm big about setting targets right. so for me and my and my side hustle i used to tell myself if i have sales anywhere from five to seven thousand a month that's where i want to be right now with with still working part-time i'm relaxing that a little bit and saying three thousand in sales a month is my target and yeah. i'm doing much better than that but it, it gave me some you know okay right i don't have to hustle and kill myself right I, I don't want to go from one flash fire to another right one time <laughs> right. to another and I caught myself doing that. And, and that's one of my learnings, you know, to, to new people in the industry here is that, you know, be careful how much you ramp up because yeah. you still want to have a life. And, right. and I caught myself, God, the last two and a half years, I'm yeah. working 80 hours a week, 80 yeah. hours a week, you know, 40 with Chevron, mm-hmm. 45 with Chevron. And then easily eight to 10 to 12 hour days on the weekend with right. the side hustle. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not where I want to be, you know? Right. I mean. Well, and sometimes so, it's okay temporarily. Like, if you're like, okay, yeah. I'm going to start it real hard yep. for, like, two years or whatever. Yeah. And then get yourself to a good a good space and then, you yeah. know, maybe back off. But one thing I ha- – I don't even remember who brought it up, but it, it might have been, like, a couple different conversations. But knowing where – how you want to see your business – it is so important in how you how you move through it and how you move through goals. Like I've told John in that, you know, I we can make this as big as we want it to be as much we can make all of the money in the world as long as it still allows for family time. That's the part that I don't want to lose. I don't want to get so big that now it's like I'm missing this or I'm missing that or we can't go to this or we can't go to that. If, if we just make a normal living and uh, hell, even less than a normal living, but if it allows more family time, that's a win yep. for me and my business. You know, I, yes. sure, I could kill myself and do it until three, four in the morning on zero sleep and make, you know, 
try and make every tumbler for every business around me or whatever. But one, is that sustainable? And two, is that how I want my business to look? It doesn't have to look like everybody else's. And what success to me, what success is to me may not be success to someone else. That is correct. Yeah, that's good. That's a good way to look at it. And um, it, if you're not careful, you can throttle too hard. And, you, you you know, we forget and we don't focus on our families right. or our kids. And I see a lot of young makers, right? Well, I say young makers with little kids. <laughs> right. Make sure, you know, that, that time that's real precious. Like my kids are 19 and 20. They don't yeah. really care about me right now except for right. paying for college money. <laughs> right. When you have kids that are like, Five like to us. thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Well we have a one year old and right. a yeah. five year old and he's I, I feel guilty every time he asks Mom, can you play with me? And I'm like, I gotta work on this or I gotta finish this or I gotta do that. And it's like, you know, they're only that age for for so long. There right. eventually he's gonna stop asking for me to play with him either because he's too old or because he's given up because I've said no so many times, you know? So yeah. and just this last one and we just celebrated his year birthday and it like it's yeah. just insane how quickly that went. Time goes, yeah. Yeah. Mindy's uh, it, it does, saying is um the the days are long but the years are short. And it's so true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very true. I I had my my children when they were, uh, well, when I was really heavy working with Chevron, I'll never forget. They were probably 13, 12, 13, and they're like seeing me work on a Saturday Mm -hmm. and and a Sunday for multiple weeks. And they're like, Mom, all you ever do is work. That's not the image you want. Right. Right. Yeah. So, you know, people just need to keep that in mind. Yeah, it's easy to get lost in in working because yeah, you think the you're. Yeah. Well, it's because you're you're providing you you want a better right. life for them and everything, but yeah. you can't lose sight of why why you like in many cases why people left their main you know nine right. to five for this is right. to have more time at home. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's also it's like that um that real like yeah. I left my nine yeah. to five to work twenty four seven twenty four seven. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yep. It's, it's that you yep. have to like like yeah. lim- almost almost set a schedule like a yeah. nine to five right yeah for yourself you can't lose Find sight of yeah you can't lose sight yeah. of why why we're here yeah because if you're busting work. I mean if you're busting your ass to like you know maybe provide that bigger toy for them at Christmas or something like that and it's like mm, they'd probably prefer your time over right. that bigger toy for Christmas they're gonna end up playing with the box anyway exactly <laughs> exactly yeah and and I think you know where or my where I, where my bucket gets filled, it's not necessarily, and I'm going to be very transparent and honest with y'all. It's not necessarily from, I made, you know, X amount this year from this business. It's yeah. primarily for me, that's <clears throat> for tax purposes to have something to write things off. Mm-hmm. But I really get huge gains for myself through mentoring and helping others. Yeah. Like I, I'm kind of a computer engineer nerd. I love playing with toys and tools. But it means more to me to help somebody or to yeah. show somebody something. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that's where I'm getting more of the value. I, I had a high school girl that I hired to help me um, during the Christmas rush times a couple of years ago. I had mm-hmm. her for two years. And I, I taught her how to start a business. Here's how you do it. Here's yeah. how you do your marketing. And she's got a full-blown candle business now in, that's in awesome. her college career. And now I sit with her and I go, how did you do last quarter? Right. What was your strategic plan? 
I enjoy taking my business knowledge and helping others grow more than I do my own. I mean, right. you know, I enjoy a little extra slush. Right, of But, course. you know, that's, that's, that's where I feel like I'm giving back to my community with the right. skills I have. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I just know how when I purchased a laser, I didn't know anybody else who had one. And so those Facebook groups, they were a lot not there were not nearly as many <laughs> when yeah. um, you know when I started but the few I had were huge in in helping me and answering questions and the people who shared their like gluing techniques and their painting techniques and how to fix this issue and that issue it was it was huge to me because I didn't have anybody else to to help me with that so I try to yeah. make sure to do that whenever I can um, because it just, it, it can make the difference between you wanting to give up or keeping at it, you know, cause if you keep Correct. trying to do stuff, especially in the beginning, you don't have a lot of time and money to fuck things up. And so yep. when you screw up a sign or you send a sign to a customer and it falls apart in the beginning, that's like, that's devastating. Cause now I'm out right. all of that time and money. And now I potentially could be losing a customer when I don't maybe have a ton or whatever. And so just having those little, those tips along the way can, can really make a difference, like kind of make a break for some people who are just starting out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it reminds me as we're talking about it, um, you know, when you were in high school or college and Mm -hmm. they always said, you know, if you're a tutor or you're helping other people learn something you already learned, it makes you learn it more, right? And so that's that's kind of how I see it. I I think my skills have increased because I'm telling myself, oh, I'm going to do a leather patch or some coaster, leather coasters. I'm going to take a video of what I'm doing. It makes me be very intentional on what I'm sharing and showing yeah, and so I learned that with my course that I just did. I was brushing up to make sure, you know, because I was I'm self taught in silhouette, and so when yeah. I was going through teaching people, one I gave them the heads up, like, "Hey, I'm self taught. <laughs> I may not, you know, do this the way that everybody else does it or whatever." But while working through my curriculum and stuff, I brushed up on like how things worked, and I learned stuff myself preparing to teach others because it was like, Oh, I didn't even know that that tool did that fancy thing because I only used it for X, Y, Z. So yeah. I mean, you learn yourself in making sure that you are teaching people the proper way as well. Yeah. And I, and I think that's the value, you know, you were kind of touching on it a little bit is with the Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. We all started out, you know, in that mom with a laser right? and, um, I, and I, funny enough, I remember I, I became friends with Emily from the Glowforge group before she started that. And I right. remember talking to her and she was like, uh, I still remember standing in my office at Chevron in a huge high rise looking out and her saying how uh, she's going to start this Facebook group. And this was her plans and what she's thinking. And I thought, you have like a radio voice. Her voice is almost like she could have been on the radio. So right. I was like, this will be great for you. And look what that girl has done with this. And so <laughs> right? she's. I mean, she's 30,000 members. Yeah, it's great to see her grow. And, but the value that people get out of these groups, I saw that as well, right? Right. And I'm like, this is so beneficial. So, um, I started really two groups in, I guess it was two years ago, year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. The first one was, um, Hustle and Burn. I started with, with another individual. Yeah. We kind of partnered up to do that. 
And um, I recently left. We kind of had some visions of how the, the page should go. And, right. and that kind of happens when you partner with people. Totally, and so yeah. um, didn't, didn't go necessarily as planned, but I was very happy to, to, to grow that space. I think we had yeah. when I left around 13, 13 and a half thousand in like a little over a year and a half, which is, which is yeah, huge. huge. And really yeah. the focus was something that we hadn't seen in the laser space, which was how to grow your business, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you see lots of sites that show techniques and, you know, certain things to buy. But, you know, some people want to run it as a business, not just right. as a right. hobby. And yeah. So that was really that focus there. And um, that didn't work out as planned, but um, I'm, a, I'm a, a doer. And so yeah. I've created another uh, site. And that's what I'm focusing all of my energy on now, and and that's the Laser Lounge. And um, I'll tell you kind of why the, the vibe and why I came up with that name. Mm -hmm. I really am a social person, and mm -hmm. you'll probably notice it because I'm talking a lot. <laughs> and I like just kind of getting with people, shooting the shit, talking, how's it going? Right. And so my, my vision was, what if you were in a coffee bar or a coffee lounge, you know, or... You just were going to meet some girlfriends and do a Wednesday's ladies night or, yeah. you know, even just meet some chicks or some dudes and have some beers and, hey, man, what have you been doing? Right. I wanted that vibe, that, that kind of feel. happy, mm -hmm. uplifting, anything kind of goes. Mm -hmm. I don't care what walk or talk you are, but we're just going to hang and chill. And then you leave going away from that bar or that coffee house with some knowledge, yeah. right? or you've learned something that you didn't have before, or you could vent and say, that sucks. And the other person says, I totally understand because mm -hmm. I did that too, right? I mean, how many of us have, you know, tried to close the can of a paint lid or stain lid and you hammer it and that <laughs> shit goes <laughs> everywhere, yep. you know? So that was really, you know, what I wanted to do. And I wanted to keep the douche canoes out. And, <laughs> and I always like to call them douche canoes. There's always a douche canoe there, in yes. every group. Yes, always. And I, I don't allow that. I'm, right. I didn't in Hustle and Burn, and I don't in the Laser Lounge. Yeah. And the difference with the Laser Lounge is I said, okay, I've got about three years in the space now, and I know some high-profile guys and girls that have their shit together as right. far as quality laser SMEs, subject matter experts. And I handpicked them, and I said, I want you to be like my headliner, just like you have someone singing in a bar. Right. So I selected some headliners that says, you're a group expert. Mm -hmm. So I want people to see that this group has some weight, right? There's right. some people who know what they're doing. And, and I who contribute from, not only correct. to just sell their stuff. <laughs> that is exactly right. So I said, you know, there's people from the fiber space, which yeah. is a new, uh, getting hot right now, right? right? People are really wanting to add another tool. And also CO2. So I said, please join me in this. And because I had had some credibility now, they were like, okay, I'm on board with that. Mm -hmm. And the second piece that I really want to distinguish the laser lounge is you would see makers say, oh, look what I made. Isn't this great? It's badass. I'm going to make $2,000 from it and with sales. Well, how did you do it? Everyone right. wants to know. I want to show really good videos now i say really good i don't mean quality of the video i'm just yeah. saying content right how did you do it right i mean yeah. how did you take a, a half shoulder of leather and make some awesome you know ballet tray with it right because what you were typically seeing is people would only show the end product they wouldn't yeah, tell you that how they got they, there the trial and error yeah 
that they fucked something up and they had right. to cut another right. one. There's a lot of things like that that are tricky. And so I've done that. I'm trying to show beginning to end how-to videos, where you can get it. And so it's the whole enchilada, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do with a with a lounge-type vibe of fun and uplifting. Because as soon as you become a jerk or a douche canoe, you're out. Right. And so I, I'm not chasing numbers this time. Um, yeah. With Hustle and Burn, well, I did. I don't want that. Yep. It's quality. Yep. And uh, partnering with people that are really good and that know their stuff. So yeah. that's what this new one is. We've been, I guess it's about no less than two months. And I think I'm at almost 4,700 members. Nice. I'm very happy with where we are because yeah. I want to keep it lim- you know, limited. We we don't let well, everybody and in that'll another grow end. organically as it becomes that space. Like, you know, I mean, Correct. you don't see Emily out there promoting her group. She doesn't need to. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, like, exactly. sure, you, you kind of right. do it in the beginning, and I'm sure she did in the beginning as well. But then after Correct. a while, it kind of just... It brings people because so-and-so said, oh, I saw that in this group, or I saw that in here, or this group is great for this, and this group is great for that. And the good thing about the millions of groups on Facebook is they all kind of have their own like purpose and benefit to them. And it's not to mean that one of them is bad or that one of them, you know, is good. It's that you get something different from, from each space, you know? So I remember like reluctantly starting my silhouette for lasers group. And I'm like, who needs another fucking group on Facebook? But (laughs) to a certain extent you kind of do because, you know, they don't want to, if they want to ask a specific silhouette question, they don't want to go ask it necessarily in the Glowforge group or in that mom with a laser because then it's just it, it can kind of get lost or muddled or yeah. you're not asking those people who are there for the same thing you know and yeah and I kind of see it like um you know my kid your kids are still young mine have come through the high school route yeah there's a different group for every kid right like yeah right you know so so my group is different it's got a different audience mm-hmm. than somebody mm-hmm. who's looking to be you know an, an expert in painting a bunch of crafts like I'm I don't push crafty stuff. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. I, I would rather focus on how to get an engrave to be better and pop on a piece right. of cedar. Or how do you go and take, you know, this piece of this log or this piece of wood and do something with it? That's just my passion right. and what I enjoy. And there's others like that now. And there's, there's spaces for people who love more of the crafty stuff. Yeah. And I think that's what's nice about all these groups is you've got a different a different audience and a different, um, you know, leadership in those, those groups. And, and they're, when you like doing something, you do better at it. Right. Yep. I mean, if you yep. ask me to go paint some ornaments, I'm going to probably tell you to stick it. <laughs> right. You know, that's just not, I don't like that. Right. Um, but some people find that very therapeutic. So that's the laser lounge and I'm very proud of it. And I, I, I tell you one thing that I do like about it is the diversity. Yeah. I love having guys in the group. Mm-hmm. They see things from a different perspective, um, and I, I just love having more of a mix of, of men that love to, to this side hustle as opposed to just like a group of a whole bunch of women or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds funny, but... Uh, <laughs> so sexist of you. I'm just kidding. It's so damn sexist, but um, I just like the different things that you see come out of uh, yeah. of their shots, right? Um, 
it's funny because I had a, I have a real close friend, May Armstrong, and I was telling her, I said, why do the guys always uh, print out stuff that's like hardcore, like, you know, skeletons and axes and all that? Guns, all but, the guns. <laughs> yeah, all the guns. But, but it's just their their lens, their view of right. what relates to them. And, yeah. and I think it's nice to, you can, you can get past the content of what it is and go, man, you did an awesome job with taking that photo yeah. of whatever the hell that devil thing was yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> making thing. it look awesome <laughs> on a cut. Yeah. I mean, so that's what I like about the laser lunch. The last group that I have is, is kind of a, um, a fun one. It's, I saw that there was a need for, for laser hoarders, which is what I yeah. am. I'm a blank hoarder. So I don't do things in small. I'm from Texas, and we think we're extra. And so <laughs> right. if I see something, like the other day, I said, oh, this is a cute birdhouse. I bought it at Walmart for like $11 cedar. And I'm like, this will be great. Then I got online and ordered 35 more. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just like Heather. What the hell? That's, was well, that that's why Heather and I started um, the similar one, the Laser Me This. Because yes. we were like, we need somewhere, for, one, where we can freely spam, like where it's literally yeah. allowed anytime you want to. And you don't have to know, you know, can I do this on Thursdays? Can I do it on Saturdays? Can I do it on Tuesdays? You can do it anytime, as long as it's laser related. And then where you can also get rid of the 50 coasters that you never <laughs> got to that have been sitting there for two years. <laughs> You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly what that is. And yeah. I call it laser engraving stock surplus. Let it go. It reminded me of like, uh, like I said, I'm a little older than y'all swap shop in, in small totally, country yeah. towns. They, they had swap shops every morning, right? Like so-and-so's trying to get rid of a stock trailer and you know, whatever. That's what this is. And the difference is blank dealers aren't allowed. Like I don't allow them to come in. They have right. their own forms. Let, Let's just keep it to us little commoners that are yeah. hoarders that need to get rid of <laughs> right. slate, you know? Yeah. So some room to that one sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, that one, crazily enough, I think I have, yeah, I'm just looking here. It's got 4,300 members. So, yeah. So, um, I, I will tell you, and you know this just as good as me, your groups are only as good as the admins and moderators that you're partnering up with. Yep. And I've learned some things, especially with Hustle and Burn, what yeah. a good partner looks like and what they don't, and how to get moderators to help you. I've actually consulted with well, you. It's, it really before. goes down to who vibes with you. It doesn't even, yeah. like, it's not even necessarily like a negative thing sometimes. It's just like Heather and I vibe really well together. And yeah. <laughs> shut up, John. John just did the uh, move. <laughs> um, but like, it just goes into someone who like has a similar vision as you, or even just with like with Emily and our moderator group with her, you know, there's yeah. things that because it's her group where we normally would not allow or where we normally would maybe decline the post because we're on post approval in there. We know that Emily would allow it because she likes, we call it mom's going to grace it. Is she, yeah. you know, she, it's, but that's, it's her group and we know how to adjust even our own like sure. thoughts or feelings, how we would maybe do it differently and laser me this, but we know Emily would allow that in her space because she wants, you know, more open and uh like yeah. kind or you know what i mean and so it's just knowing knowing that and respecting that in someone else's space and just kind of both having a 
similar vision or goals or and so eventually sometimes those won't align anymore and then <laughs> then you got to figure it out and, and pivot but yeah, it really that's is what important are, and it's right? a lot fucking that's- harder than it looks <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think I would. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're the advocate for you know. You know that uh, you know Emily very well. You yeah. know what she would like yeah. her filter, and that's how I've done with the people around me. And people don't realize how hard it is to admin a page. Right. It, it, it's. I would say prior to getting some moderators on Hustle and Burn, I was spending two to three hours easily a day. Totally. By people bringing them in. What did you just post? Yep. That was rude. I got to Yep. And now that I have, I I have unpaid referee, yes, <laughs> unpaid referee. I think I have four right now, maybe five. I have four admins and moderators and three groups me's on um, the Laser Lounge, mm-hmm. and it's seamless. Yeah. I mean, they get, the people that are on the East Coast they get up early and let the people in that right. you know have asked to come in, and then some of us that are on the West Coast can carry that over through the night. Right. It's just been a game changer, yeah. and all of us trust each other mm-hmm. and we all kind of think the same way as far as hey that content what you just what they right. put out there yeah i agree with it yep. and you really need to partner with people that are going to pull the load right yep. and that's some of the learnings that i've had before partnership is is used loosely when people don't have the same vision yep. and strategic alignment and so getting with the right people is key to that right yeah. and then when you don't it's a season then you move and right. it, just exactly. like you said and you go do something else. Yep. So totally. I mean, you learn something from every single experience, and correct. And we're bad. We you all know? we all grow at different rates and in different ways. And sometimes that's together, and sometimes that's yeah. not. <laughs> you know. Well, and then the other thing in too, for sure. And yeah, and and you can relate to this is that this laser stuff for all of us is relatively new. We're all like right. I'll call us that have been around for a long time, three years. Yeah, three to right. four. Long time maybe. is three to I mean, four years, it. which is nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we're like seasoned veterans, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> then that sound crazy. Right. So people look up to us as, oh my god, they have their shit together. They've been doing this so long, right? But in reality, we're still learning the business side totally. of running social media yeah. and. Uh, just like you're doing with the blogs, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got the audience and you've got people that respect you and they know you, but it's still a new thing, right? Yeah. And yeah. you're going to make things that you're like, why did I do that? I'm going to do oh, this totally. different. Every and, week, and that's actually, just we still like we still record content for the podcast, and I'm like, why did I say it like that? Or you know, just you stuff know like that. Funny? I'm always yeah. like, yeah, and yeah. we're. Every week we're improving, like, you know, now we have new mics and now that we're adding video, we're like trying to choose like the best angle and the best, you know, all that stuff. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's ever, ever evolving. You you never stop learning. Right. Yeah. I will say, and, and I, and I see that you guys are doing this in the way that your format and your platform is people have resonated with me because they respect that I'm just who I am. Yep. I'm not putting any sugar coat on it. Yep. I'm a country girl Agreed. who has some education, and I'm right. going to tell you like it is. Right. I'm going to tell you if it looks good, and <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you if your ass looks fat in those pants. If you ask right. <laughs> so yep, that's what I bring, and, I, and yeah. I might turn my camera on and looking like crap with a hat. I love wearing hats. And I don't care that I have makeup on or not. Well, and a lot of people don't care either. And they actually like it and relate to it. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 So that's what, you know, you guys keep in your vibe like that. Yeah. Relate, relatability, right? Yep. Totally. Um, that is a differentiator. So um, I feel like I'm bringing that and people can relate. I tell people today is Friday. It's called Fucked Up Friday. Let's post <laughs> yeah. what we screwed up this week. <laughs> right. Because everybody's putting their wonderful masterpieces. Which is so good, you know? too, because... I mean, usually when you're posting on social media, for the most part, you're, you're, you want to show off what you worked hard for and what worked well. But to see the fuck ups is still like, those are all, those are still beneficial because again, you learned, okay, well, I'm not going to do that again. Or when I do it again, I'm going to adjust it and do it a little bit differently or whatever. But you need to celebrate those those failures as well. And sharing your failures may actually help someone from not making the same one. <laughs> you know? That is correct. That's correct. Did you see my latest and greatest screw up? Oh, on the, the stock. Gun, the, the gun, gun. stock. Yeah, 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 that was a big one. That one and, was ouchy. And so, that was ouchy. So, and I'll just <laughs> highlight it real quick. You want to see so it? So, I had, I had a, an acquaintance slash kind of friend. And he said, hey, Alicia, can you engrave my logo on a gun stock that I got? Whatever. Okay, yeah, because I'm a badass and I can do anything. That was, that's kind of my... Right. I'm one of those kind of people, okay, until you get humbled, right? And <laughs> right. Um, so I said, give me that gun. I'll take care of it. And so uh, it took me a while just because it wasn't part of, of my normal order, so I kind of backlogged it and stuff. So then he kept asking, hey, did you get it? Did you get it yet? And I'm like, no, I'll get it. And so I put it in there. The design was already really tricky. Mm-hmm. And the way my setup is, I have Max, two Max, and I run with a USB cable to my Thunder Lasers. Mm-hmm. And I have since now found that you don't want to do that. Right. Okay. And that's what my problem was. So I and of set course it the design. on this one. And it happened on this one. So, you know, they always say, I used to investigate accidents at Chevron, yeah. uh, safety ones. It's a Swiss cheese model, okay? And you know this. It's yeah. not one thing. It's several things mm-hmm. that the Swiss cheese holes cross through. And that's what happened here. I was rushing, and I had that cable set up. And then what happened was the design, if you're doing complex design, sometimes when you send it through the USB cable and you start... From Lightburn. From Lightburn. It'll scramble, from yeah. Lightburn. It'll scramble your design. I have never really been caught up on that before. Yeah. Uh, and until didn't know about it <laughs> until <laughs> now. And so it scrambled my design. And when that thing started, I was, I was shaking. I was yeah. almost about to cry. And I had no idea how much the gun cost. And then when I Googled it and it was three grand, I about cracked my pants. Right. <laughs> so I had to get a replacement. John just bowed his that head. Hurt. That hurt. <laughs> so I had, to, I had, and then I'm like, what do I do? I'm, and I was such a chicken shit. I called my husband. I'm like, you got to call him. Yeah. <laughs> and so I ended up having to replace the stock. And yeah. so a, gun, a gunsmith has to uh, put it on. But it, I wrote a check for $1,010 last week. Was it a Daniel Defense? It, oh God! It was what was it? it? Was some Beretta thing and long shotgun, twenty-eight gauge specialty. You know, Ooh, I'll never forget it. Yeah. So, so what am I Beretta learning? Beretta said, comes yeah. from Italy. <laughs> yeah. So my learnings are: don't do one, guns. Don't do guns. Don't do. Don't do guns. 
Thunder Guns and, and technically I shouldn't have. You really need a an FFL license. True, yeah, that's yeah. what I was just gonna yeah. say, yeah. So so that that's one gotcha. Right. And you know, you could have taken the gun stuff off and I could have been yeah. okay, but since it was attached, I right. shouldn't have done it. Yeah. So um so government don't come after me. So that's <laughs> <Right>. one. <laughs> well, you the other up. one is <laughs> right. don't do things that you can't replace. Right? right. I mean, like how dumb of that. That was me. I should say no. And I have a problem saying no. It's right. the same thing with someone says, do you need a drink? Sure. I have a problem oh, I did no. that this weekend when I had three yeah, margaritas. Exactly. And here we are. And I'm yeah. still paying for it. <laughs> so, so I should have said no. And right. um, I should have taken the time to really been slow about the job. Yeah. I was trying to rush it to send them a picture. And that was yep. dumb of me. So... You know, new yeah, people. I mean, so, so I had some uh, someone reach out to me. I think it was probably last year at this point, but they wanted me to do um, uh, an urn, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's a oh, lot of pressure." Yeah. And I, I honestly told them no several times, and they kept being like, "We literally have no one else," and I'm like okay, but here's my stipulations. I was like, I need, if you want me to buy one, it needs to be wood and it need, you need yeah. to send me two of them and I will likely screw the first one up and then the second one will be good. And yeah. thankfully, I, so I engraved the like inside bottom to where you wouldn't see it because that would be on the inside. So I engraved that yeah. as a test. And then they ended up getting two of them. One was a little like more, I think only I would really notice that it was a little off center, um, but mm-hmm. they wouldn't notice. And so to them, they got two you know, nicely engraved urns with one of them having, you know, a hidden engraving on the bottom. But that was the only yeah. way I was going to be able to do that for them. Cause I was like, well, and, and urns are stupidly expensive. I mean, just like anything with like weddings or funerals, they find a way to mark it all up. So mm-hmm. I think the, the urns were like $50, a hundred dollars each. And I told them, I was like, the only way I'll do it is if I have two. I was like, because I can't, oh, yeah. I can't be guaranteed to get this right on the first try, especially for something so important. And they were like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, all right, we'll send it. And <laughs> let me tell you, the anxiety I had doing them was yeah. was a lot. And I was like, is this really worth it? But And again, the only reason well, I did it was because it was a friend and they had no one yeah. else. And I gave them the warning ahead of time that like, there's a risk in this, <laughs> you know? So... It's all learning. Well, and see, what yeah. what you're saying is the same thing that I, it's me, a friend, someone mm-hmm. asked you that one-off. Right. The thing that you don't normally do. Those are some things that I've incorporated into my business plan now. I'm not doing any more of that. Right. I have product line, yep. and that's what I do. And I now know people that I can say, okay, this person can go here. Yes, and that's I think the best. Something yeah. For new people in this space, there's a couple of gotchas, right? You mm-hmm. can't do everything. You can, but now you're pulling yourself off of your throughput, right. which you're normally doing, right? Yep. Like if I'm used to doing stuff for realtors, and it's easy. It takes five minutes to yeah. design and eight minutes to engrave, and I make $100, let's right. say. And you have okay, a system. I have, yeah. yeah, and I have, you know, let's say I'm doing uh, six of those this week, Okay. That would add up to what I was going to make on doing a damn expensive gun. <laughs> right. That was stressful. <laughs> and yeah. Correct. Right. So you got to be smart about that. And sometimes you don't get it until you mess up. Right. And right. that's, it kind of goes back to us talking about, you know, this space, right? It's mm-hmm. still new. You're learning mm-hmm. every time. 
and you just make notes. I'm not going to do that. I incorporate that into my business processes now. Yep. So, yep. I mean, you've covered a, a shit ton of, uh, <laughs> which usually happens lately. Um, but the advice for newer struggling laser owners, do you have anything additional that we didn't already cover? Cause we covered a ton. Yeah, I guess kind of, you know, what I would say, and this is what I, what I ask people when I'm talking business, are you a craft or a hobby or are you a real business? Right. Yeah. So know those two. And, and that really will kind of help you decide some of the ways that you go. Yeah. Some people just truly want this to be, I want to cut some things and have fun. I'm not looking at it for a business. Right. And that's a whole different thing. And, and, you know, have fun with that. If you are going to run it as a business and you're trying to make money, then run it as a business. Right. What does that mean? That, that means just like we were talking about, don't take on stuff that takes you away from your focus, right? Yeah. Plan. What are you going to do? You should do it just like you were doing in the business world. The business world, they say in September, October, we're going to do our business plan for next year. Right. What does that look like? How much am I going to spend? Mm -hmm. What is my product line? There are actual plans that you can get online that are for business planning. Right. They should step through those if you're really going to do it right. Well, um, measure one yourself. Thing, yeah. No. Well, so one thing I was just saying that I realize I even do to myself that John has kind of caught me a couple times is in how I speak about it as well. And like uh, making sure that I, I give it the weight that it has and that like, you know, don't call it my side hustle or don't call it like yeah. that I make things or to, like making sure to give it the weight, either one that it has or the weight that you want it to have of my business or, you know, not treating it as a side hustle if you want it to be a business. And, and, and that comes down into how you speak about it because your, right. your brain and your body knows those words and takes them in. And if you're kind of like yeah. downgrading it when you speak about it, like, I mean, that kind of just goes into everything you do too. So just Respect give it, it as it's a business that it is. Yes, right. Exactly. I mean, hell, yeah. you're having to file taxes for it. You might <laughs> right. as well treat it like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. I mean, that, so, so that's the main, that's the first one that I would say is treat it like it's a business look at your performance, set targets, and then measure yourself. And I say, did I meet that? Mm -hmm. And if not, is it okay? And why not? You know, right. and set goals. The other thing that I think is probably the bigger, well, I'm going to say it's the second biggest, um, but a lot of people can understand this, is you need to find your niche, okay? Yes. Um, you see so many new people in this space just wanting to do the same thing that they're seeing through Facebook or mm -hmm. on Etsy. Like you remember when that sign, the sign, the recent one has been that sign you put in the yard that's fuck like don't around fuck around. around. Mm -hmm. Okay, when you're chasing all of that and that's all you're doing, you're chasing the next good thing. That's not your niche, right? Because you're competing against multiples of people, and a lot of whom who can potentially do it better if you're new. Correct. So, <laughs> so better and at a faster. cheaper price. Exactly. The yeah. people that I'm seeing that become successful in. And success is, you know, how you value it is different. But when I see people that have started a business and they're getting sales and orders, you can look at them and go, okay, she specializes in this. Yep. You can easily see it. So for me, I like specializing in cedar and more rustic looks, mm -hmm. more Texas vibe. It's funny. Say John, stuff. John asked, he goes, what does she make? And I said, Texas stuff. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and you know why? It relates to me. Totally. So my passion is there. Yeah. Right. And, and I... Yeah. 
And and the other thing that my niche is that a lot of people don't know, I cater a lot to the FFA, which is the Future Farmers of America, mm. and the 4-H groups. I do a lot of awards, and they they all have shows, events. You usually a kid will usually have twelve events that they go to a year. Well, all those people need awards, and so I cater to that group because that's the group my kids came up through, yeah. and it's kind of my niche. Right. So. So find your niche. What do you like? What would you go buy? If you yourself, Crystal and John, went to the store, what would you your eyes go to? Right. That probably is what you should be focusing on. So yeah. those are my main two things for new people. Yeah. Um. So where do people find you if they want to follow you and check you out? Yeah. So for my own personal business, it's Paint Ranch. So you can do Facebook.com slash Paint Ranch. I don't, I don't, you know, show a whole lot of things, but you can see my vibe and what mm-hmm. we're talking about, the Texas stuff. And then to, to follow me and learn and, and increase your skills in the CO2 and the fiber space, it's the Laser Lounge. So if you just look up in Facebook, the Laser Lounge, mm-hmm. you'll see it come up. And then we also have a YouTube page. So there's a, the Laser Lounge YouTube. And then what's your um, surplus group again? It is Laser Engraving Stock Surplus Let It Go. Cool. Cool. Kind of like that. Uh, what was that Disney one? You know, let it go. Oh, kinda. let it go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was that yeah. I'm not yeah, going to sing it. Frozen. Frozen. <laughs> yeah. Frozen. yeah. So those are, those are my two ones that I'm focusing on. Most of my energy goes to the laser lounge. The stock surplus kind of runs itself. Yeah. But I, I usually try to post three or four things a day and the other one. And again, the, the full inclusive videos will be on the YouTube of, I have two up there right now, one to, to do whiskey barrels, and then mm-hmm. the other one is to use foam board. How do you select it, and how do you, mm, you nice, know, yeah. get it ready for shipping? So those are the two main ones, but I appreciate the ask. Cool. Cool. Well, thanks for uh, chatting it up with us for an hour. Um, Absolutely. I enjoyed it. And thanks, everyone, for listening for an hour. And it's been another great episode of the Riley Black Project with Crystal and John. Bye. Maybe we're all done. Ha, 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 ha,